0: Welcome to the ARC Experience, featuring the stories of self-advocates with disabilities and their families from around Wisconsin. Be inspired. Take action. And now for today's episode. and welcome to the ARC Experience Podcast. I am your host, Lisa Pugh of the ARC Wisconsin. This is our last episode for a while. So if you've been a listener, uh, we're just gonna take a pause, but we're leaving you with a really great episode. Uh, Today, we're talking about an issue that we get a lot of calls about at the ARC Wisconsin. It's actually a very serious issue for people with intellectual developmental disabilities, and that is dental care. It is, is probably something I get more calls about than almost any other issue because you know I'll just some brief statistics the state tells us that almost a third of adults with disabilities reported having at least one permanent tooth removed over the last year, and about a quarter of people with disabilities said they hadn't visited a dentist in the last year. Adults with disabilities are less likely to visit the dentist for basic dental care, like cleanings, checkups, exams, than people without disabilities. That's 47% versus 76%. Um, It really is a very serious issue. Today, we are talking to someone who is an expert in this area, and also is very concerned about that, and wants to help make things better. Dr. Lakeisha Araf-Holmes is a dentist at Mayfair Family Dentistry in Wauwatosa. Thank you so much for joining us, Doctor.
1: Well, thank you for having me on, Lisa.
0: Well, so I'd like to dig right in, uh, you know, kind of, if you could tell us a little bit about yourself and your practice, and then of course, our listeners would like to hear, you know, what is your interest in serving people with intellectual developmental disabilities?
1: Right, so um, I've been practicing for almost 13 years in Wisconsin, graduated Marquette University. And um, when I graduated, I went on to do a general practice residency in Indiana um, that was geared towards working with um, special needs patients. So we were able to treat our patients either at our clinic there, or we would take them to the hospital um, where they would be sedated under general anesthesia for us to do, their dental work. And basically it's just dependent on um, what their capacity is and if they're able to tolerate um, dental treatment in the office, or if there was quite a bit of dental treatment that needed to be done, um, it was more appropriate to have them sedated so that we can complete it all at once so that it's more comfortable for the patient. Um, So I have been at this location for almost four years now. I knew that when I went in to practice for myself, that I wanted an office that was heavier on treating patients with special healthcare needs is something that's near and dear to my heart. So I knew that that was something that we were gonna incorporate into the office. Um, We recently moved locations um, in June. And so, our office space that we have here now in Wauwatosa, it's set up and it's more sensory friendly um, and functioning for our patients that do have special healthcare needs and just having a place where they could just feel comfortable to just be themselves. So in our office, we have what's called a quiet room. And essentially what the quiet room is, is what it sounds like. So it's it's pretty soundproof. Um, And the setup in there is a lot different. So we're able to move over the dental chair if we need to, if all of the carts uh, where our hand are stored, all of those are mobile. So if the patient <laughs> wants to stand for their dental appointment, they can stand for their dental appointment and we can meet them where they are. If they wanna sit on the floor, well, we'll meet them on the floor. We just really want to make that patient feel comfortable here and what, with what we're doing. Um, in addition, we have a, like a sensory room, a calm down room. Um, so if our patients, if they don't really feel that uh, that comfortable or that they wanna be in the dental room, well, we can always take them to the calm down room. And again, that one is soundproof as well. And it just has a lot of um, sensory items in there just to be able to help that patient feel comfortable. Um, all of our rooms are able to be dimmed. So it's very light accommodating. Um, so when we designed this practice here, it was all with that patient that has Um, disabilities in mind
0: that's really amazing and you know I and like I said earlier with the statistics and I'm sure you're fully aware there are so many people that lack access to dental care lots of challenges with getting support for this population why do you think that is why do we have this many challenges why am I getting calls from people looking for a dentist who can take them
1: I think one of the main challenges is um, reimbursement. Um, a lot of patients do they are on state assistance um, with you know Medicaid or through Iris. Um, and so the reimbursement coupled with the amount of time that it might take um, to make progress with the patient, I think that is the biggest hurdle that we have. Um, and why more um, dentists are not involved in it. And then just the training. Um, not everyone goes on to do like a hospital-based residency. And so just having that formal training to be able to increase the access to care for this vulnerable population, that is one of the main issues. You said serving this population is near
0: and dear to your heart. Why is that? How, how do you think that became a passion of yours?
1: Um, You know, I didn't know that it it was a passion until I thought that I always wanted to do um, pediatric dentistry. And that was something that I was gearing towards and preparing myself for as the next step. But, um, you know, honestly, I just really enjoyed um, being able to have breakthroughs with our patients that have disabilities and um, being able to just be that person to listen to what the family what the family's concerns are. And I think that the passion actually started when I was younger, like sixth grade, I remember that I was part of a tutoring program. And um, the room that I was assigned to was the special education room. And so just being able to be in that room, you know, two to three times a week and typing braille for the kiddos in the class, it it was amazing. And so that just helped to make an impact on me. And I knew that Serving others was something that I always wanted to do. And I know that this population, they really need a lot of help and they need um, a person that is compassionate about helping them and treating them and patient. I can tell you that there are a
0: lot of people listening to this right now that this is music to their ears. You know, people who are very desperate that have gone without dental care and that live with pain or struggle with their loved ones who have pain and just have some people driving hours to find a dentist so i think i will say for all of the people listening just thank you for your interest and commitment to that you know and part of the work that we do at the arc wisconsin is about how do we change some of these systemic problems that make it so difficult for people what if you could have a magic wand what would what would you do to make things better
1: Um, So there is exciting news. I know that Marquette, they have a great organization there. It's the student chapter of the Special Care Dentistry Association. Um, They're just true champions for treating um, patients that have special health care needs. And because of that, um, they've kind of advocated to the school that they want more training with treating patients that have special health care needs. So I know that Marquette is... um, in the next few years, that they are gonna put more money towards training, the proper training to train the students so that when they come out, they feel good about treating this population. So that's exciting. It's just it's gonna take some time. The other part is just advocating, advocating um, to the state um, for higher reimbursement for um, practitioners who do treat. Um, patients that have special health care needs because sometimes like um, you might not get anywhere in that appointment and it might take another appointment (laughs) to just continue desensitizing the patient and so just having these proper things in in place so that you can make it um, to be able to keep the lights on and pay bills for your office so that's where it starts from
0: thank you for that what what advice do you have for those families or individuals who are really you know, struggling to find help? What, sh- what, what can they do?
1: Um, I would you know, search the Special Care Dentistry Association website. Um, that's scdaonline.org. Um, they do have resources uh, for parents to be able to help with at-home care. And there's also a resource button on there to search for dentists in your area. Um, We're also here to be able to help, so feel free to give us a call. Um, and that's, that's it.
0: Sure, thank you. Um, well, how do we get into contact with you? Let's make
1: sure we have that information. All right, so uh, families can feel free to just Google Mayfair Family Dentistry in Wauwatosa. Um, or give us a call at 414-259-0665. Okay, I will make
0: sure I have all that information in the show notes for people to follow up with you because I'm guessing you're going to get a lot of contacts after people hear this podcast. But thank you so much for your work. Are there any parting thoughts you have for people that are listening to what we talked about
1: today? Um, Just Making sure to keep calling, keep advocating for your child to be seen. Um, there are dentists out there. It's not many of us that do what we do, but there are some in the state of Wisconsin. And I'm just really optimistic in the next few years that it's going to really um, be a change in the state. So there will be more providers that will be able to provide that access.
0: That's really good news. Thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Thank you for to our listeners for listening to the ARC Experience podcast. I mentioned at the beginning of that podcast, we're pausing the podcast series for a bit, but please keep in touch. Check back regularly for new episodes. And as always, make sure to like, share, and to subscribe. Until next time. Today's episode of the ARC Experience was brought to you by the ARC Wisconsin, the state's oldest advocacy organization for people with intellectual and developmental disabilities and their families. It's funded in part by the Wisconsin Board for People with Developmental Disabilities. Our theme music, called Species, is the property of EY5Z and cannot be copied or distributed without permission. It was produced by Eleanor Cheatham, a composer and artist with autism.